Warning, the 1982 project contains explicit language. So when you hear us say f don't lose your shit. Universal Pictures presents everything you always wanted to do in high school with everyone you always wanted to do it with. Hey, bud, let's party. They're the students of Ridgemont High. I don't think people think of the 1980s as the shining beacon. Certainly not. The shining, <laughs> the shining beacon of film history. It's, but it's these not. movies have, so many of these movies have proved the test of time. Well, not only have they stood the test of time, but they are actively being sequeled, remade, or rebooted. These movies have not gone away. Totally awesome! And Jeff surfs up Spicoli. People on moods should not drive. This is the 1982 Project. I am Michael Schantz. And I'm Matt Aldrich, and this is the show that rewatches the films of 1982, the year that, like it or not, we are all still living through. We ain't partners. We ain't brothers and we ain't friends. What are you people? On dope? I got nowhere else to go! He's a replica, isn't he? I'm afraid! All right, Mike, we're here. It is 1982. I want you to close your eyes. Okay. Picture yourself. It's 40 years ago. And these are some of the films that are going to come out this year. Are you ready? I'm ready. E.T., Tootsie, The Road Warrior, Blade Runner, Poltergeist, 48 Hours, Sophie's Choice, Gandhi, <laughs> Rocky Three, Tron, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, First Blood, Diner, Conan the Barbarian, The Dark Crystal, Pink Floyd the Wall, Annie, Porky's, <laughs> The Toy, Richard Pryor, Live on the Sunset Strip, The Secret of Nim, An Officer and a Gentleman, The Verdict, The World According to Garp, Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. That's a ridiculous list. It is a ridiculous list. No one year should have that many classics. Now, let me ask, let me tell you something, good sir, okay? Because I've got a list of my own. Give it to me. Here's a list of directors who have been involved in directing movies in 1982. Your jaw's going to hit the floor. Can I interest you in Francis Ford Coppola? Sure. Do you know the name Scorsese? Yes. Steven Spielberg, Ridley Scott, Sidney Lumet, Sidney Poitier, Barry Levinson, Blake Edwards twice, Robert Altman, we got Werner Herzog, Ingmar Bergman, Paul Schrader, John Huston, Norman Jewison, John Carpenter, Barry Levinson, Richard Attenborough, James Cameron directed his first movie in 1982, Ron Howard, his first major motion picture in 1982, Sidney Pollack, Carl Reiner, Richard Donner, Paul Mazursky, and one Clint Eastwood. What do you say? Now, I'm going to even go one further. And I'm going to say, what if I told you, what if I read a, a list, a partial list of actors who made their debut in 1982? 
Right. Well, that, that list would read Sean Penn, Michelle Pfeiffer, Forrest Whitaker, Eddie Murphy, Nicolas Cage, Jennifer Jason Leigh, Angelina Jolie, Kevin Klein and Phoebe Cates, Drew Barrymore, mm-hmm. Paul Reiser, Ellen Barkin, Mr. T, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Kim Cattrall, Michael Keaton, Ben Kingsley, and, and Glenn Close. And Glenn Close. Right. <laughs> uh, uh, Kirstie Alley is in there. C. Thomas Howell is in there. Jet Li is in there. Gary Oldman is in there. Molly Ringwald. Uh, this, they all had their first roles in 1982. There is something where... You and I started looking at these movies and these directors and decided that 1982 is the center of the universe for movies. And it's not like these were the best movies, but they are beloved. Right. These were the movies, the directors, the actors that went on to define the last 40 years of film. So the question we have is why? That's what the 1982 Project is all about. Watching these movies in the cold light of day to find out why they live on. Absolutely. I know that we're going to watch some of these movies and some of them are going to feel like we've wrapped ourselves up in a nostalgia blanket and some are going to make us feel sick. <laughs> That's what I think is going to happen. And I, I, I think I think there are going to be movies that make us feel both. And that's right. really what I want right. to get to the bottom of. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I think we should probably uh, introduce ourselves, uh, get our bona fides out there. Uh, tell everybody who we are. Why don't you start? My name is Michael Schantz. I have two other podcasts, one with my good friend Tom Stewart, the Everything Sequel podcast where we talk about movie sequels, and then with my friend Michelle Chu, who we just call Chu or Lady Chu, I have the How Dare You podcast, in which we mostly talk about shitty movies or the lesser fare of Hollywood. Well, and I would add to that that you have probably seen more movies than anyone I have ever met, ever. (laughs) Uh, As for me, uh, I'm Matt Aldrich. I'm a screenwriter. I've been writing movies for about 20 years now, and... You know, for better or for worse, I spend most of every day thinking about movies, thinking about stories, how they impact us, how they shape us over time. And and like you, I think, and like a lot of people our age, I think we were totally shaped by the movies of the 1980s. How long have we known each other? Well, now we're getting close to 25 years. We've known each other since 98. Well, that's when we first met. I was going to move into a house that you were living in. And we we were roommates for probably six or seven years total. Well, and not just that, but because, uh, you know, we lived together in that house. But then we also, the four of us moved to a different house. And then you and I moved into a separate apartment with your then girlfriend, now wife. Right. And so the three of us were like a mini family. Absolutely. I was your first child. <laughs> Well, what I remember about that apartment, we were a block and a half away from Hollywood Video. Yes. Okay, so there was a there was a video store in La Cienega. Yeah, there was a video store in the corner of La Cienega and Pico. And a typical Friday or Saturday night when right. when none of us were working or it was probably we were all working on Friday or Saturday night. So maybe this was like a typical Tuesday night. We would get some liquor. We would yeah. we would we would go over to some the, takeout to some takeout <laughs> some liquor. We would go over to the to the video store, and more often than not, we would try to rent the shittiest movie we could find. <laughs> yes, 
And so the idea that we can now, uh, as we are, as we are definitely in our middle age, uh, that we can, <laughs> that we can revisit the movies of our youth together is really exciting to me. And and there's nobody else that I would want to take a look at these movies with more than no. you. And the same way, like, like, I feel like um, uh, it's like we're in the gym and we're about to lift something really heavy and we need a spotter that we trust. Yeah. And that's, <laughs> that's, that's who I'm talking to right now. I, I trust you. Like right now, before the hernia is about to happen. Right, little help. Right. If, little help. If, <laughs> if you see my eyeball pop out, just gently push yeah, it back just, in. Just tap it. Just give it a little... Now that said, like we we've known each other for twenty five plus years, we've watched countless movies together, uh, good, bad, and indifferent. But I also think, though, that I, I think you and I have different tastes, and I think we oh, yeah. have, um, I think we value different things in in movies. I think we come to movies from different places. I think I'm far more forgiving of movies. <laughs> I think. <laughs> Uh, I have mo- far more nostalgia for movies. Definitely, definitely. I always I, I, I tell people sometimes uh, that Mike has never met a movie that he didn't find something that he liked about it. Yeah, you are. Yes. You're you're an incredibly generous viewer. You would, you'd. You're Whereas like the I perfect... think you walk into a movie theater with your arms crossed, saying, "Don't you disappoint me." <laughs> you're the stern father. I don't know. Movies were such a part of my childhood. They were sort of always on and always around. We were always going to the movie theaters. They were just they were on at right. home. Um, I feel like I was raised by wolves, essentially. Like these movies yes. were the wolves that raised me. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And now I'm going back to like visit the wolf graveyard, and I I I am worried. I'm worried. A lot for of bones. Myself. A lot of bones. This is terrifying. This is absolutely yes. terrifying. But there's nobody I'd rather be visiting the graveyard with more. So. Yes, agreed, agreed. And now we invite you, the listeners, to visit the graveyard with us. I don't think you need to have seen these movies to listen to this show. Uh, I don't think you you they need to be fresh in your mind. I think we're gonna uh, we'll we'll provide enough context and um, and description so that you can follow along. There's some rough roads ahead, but I think there's also some real finds ahead. Yeah, too. So buckle up, buckle in, strap, <laughs> yes. strap up, tie down, tie off, do whatever you got to do. Whatever you got to do, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> we are taking you on the ride that is the 1982 Project. God help us all. <laughs> the 1982 Project is a production of the Everything's Equal podcast and was produced by Mike Chance and Matt Aldrich. Original music by Emmett Aldrich and Murphy Aldrich. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Hey bud, let's party.